Welcome to the People of Packaging podcast, brought to you by Specrite. Specrite wants you to envision a world without waste. Join the movement at specrite.com backslash PKG. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is going to be a fun episode here, the People of Packaging podcast. I am your host with the Holy Ghost. I'm the packaging pastor, Adam Peak. Find me on TikTok at Packaging Pastor and on LinkedIn at Adam Peak. Hey, today I get to be joined, and we had a great conversation around compostable, flexible packaging with Michael Waz from Tipa. If you have not been paying attention to the packaging industry for a while, then you would not realize the sheer amount of innovation that's coming out of the tiniest little country in the Middle East called Israel. And Israel has done some incredible work. Tipa and what they're bringing over here to the US is something that we all need to be paying attention to. So I want you to, to get out a notebook if you can, you know, re-listen to this. Uh, Michael is going to drop a whole bunch of knowledge on why he got into this, why he's joined with Tipa, and how it is that he believes they're going to revolutionize compostable packaging here in America. Let's listen in. All right, everyone, I'm joined here by my fellow bald brother from uh, another parent mother that's the word that's the word uh, i'm joined by michael was and michael is the let's see i'm going to read it off of your linkedin here it says you are the vice president of all of north america so congratulations sir on that title uh <laughs> Thanks, that is important. this is important important prepositional phrase at tipa compostable packaging not he did not replace uh the oh. Kamala Harris. That did not happen. Uh, so, Michael, welcome to uh, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Adam. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, not, I mean, you know, there's not a whole lot of packaging podcasts out there. So, for most people, this is their this is their first time being on a podcast. And uh, there was a time when it was my first time recording a podcast, and those are pretty rough to listen to. So, hopefully, it's getting better and more enjoyable. Ones <laughs> I've heard sound great. Really glad to be here. To be a guest. Well, uh, Michael, why don't you uh, just do a quick introduction, kind of what is it you do over at TIPA and, um, you know, how long have you been there? I'm, I'm excited to talk about what you're doing because as, as cool as you probably are as a person, and this is the people of packaging, sometimes this happens where I have people on from really exciting cool companies. And uh, actually that happens almost all the time. And we end up just talking about all the rad stuff that they're doing. Um sure. So, you know, a little bit maybe about your background and uh, what is it you do at TIPA? Sure. Well, so I have been packaging adjacent for most of the last 15 years, but was not specifically in packaging. I worked at a company that focused on creating sustainable end-of-life solutions for hard-to-recycle products and packaging, and uh, then uh, found out about TIPA, uh, which... Do you want to yeah. name drop? Do you want to name drop the company that you were yeah, at? Sure. Yeah, I was at TerraCycle. TerraCycle yeah. is a pretty big deal in our industry. Uh -huh. Yeah, well, and so what I learned with TerraCycle is that there's uh, there are a lot of challenges uh, with 
recycling and the recycling system and the infrastructure and really the economics around packaging and how to take that recovered packaging waste and turn it into something. And then I got, uh, I found out about TIPA, which is uh, about 11 years old and uh, was created and founded by and still run uh, by an incredible woman named Daphna Nissenbaum, who was inspired to do something about all of that plastic waste. And so set out to create an entirely compostable alternate option. And so TIPA has developed high performance compostable solutions. And so when I first found out about them, I was thinking, ah, compostables have been around a long time. What's so exciting? But TIPA's products are high performance in a way that most compostable products haven't been. And so really make compostable solutions a viable path for companies and uh, uh, brands um, where that wasn't necessarily the case for a long time. And so uh, I joined a little more than a year ago to help lead the expansion into North America and have had a lot of fun uh, over the last year building a team and getting our production up and running in North America and uh, getting to know the fantastic world of packaging uh, far better than I knew before. And uh, where you said Daphna is the founder and still runs the company. Where is she based? She's based outside of Tel Aviv, Israel, where our corporate office is. Uh, so we've had an office there the last 11 years and about four or five years uh, were spent in R&D. Daphna creating the solutions uh, with our R&D team. And then the last six years, TIPA has been producing commercially. And so most of that production in Europe, which was TIPA's primary focus uh, for most of the last six years, until 18 or 20 months ago when uh, TIPA decided to start focusing on building out North America as a key market. Awesome. So there's a whole bunch of uh, words and phrases that were used there that I want to dig into here as we kind of get going and and maybe this podcast takes a takes a fun exciting journey into uh some more technical components of packaging which I'm I'm super down for but let's stay up here for just one quick second um so you were at you were at TerraCycle you're finding out about some of these things how did you get connected then was it through TerraCycle you got connected to Tipa or how did no. you find out about him? Yeah, and Tipa uh, found me, actually. Okay. And uh, so approached me in part because in a lot of ways, what I'd been doing at TerraCycle was similar to what Tipa is doing now, which is bringing a sustainable solution that costs more than the conventional solution, but that provides a better end of life, a waste-free end of life. Uh, and so... Um, as soon as I got the call, I was uh, immediately both impressed at the product lineup and the care and intentionality around creating products that work not just at the end of life and that are certified compostable, but also work throughout the value chain. Because that's so important to introduce this solution is that 
it can't just be compostable. It also has to print and machine and run and work like a conventional product. And I was so impressed with the work Tipa had done to do that. I immediately wanted to be part of it. And I believe uh, one of your partners here in the U.S. was also on my podcast. Are, are you are you working with Paul Unruh? Is that oh, yeah, we are. So at <laughs> sometimes I ask these questions and it's like when you ask, like, do you have to edit things? It's like sometimes like, oh, no, we didn't. I forgot. We didn't cover that. And you're <laughs> no, like, no, who no. is that? Actually, we can't stand that. Let me tell you about how terrible he is. I'm like, cut, cut. No, but <laughs> Paul was awesome. Hilarious. I was going to say, but absolutely no one has ever said that about Paul because he exactly. is, he's the bee's knees. Uh, no, he's a fantastic partner and we're thrilled to be working with Atlapak. They make lots of great solutions and uh, we're thrilled that they've uh, uh, are looking at our uh, mailer material specifically. So Tipa makes a whole range of compostable solutions, all flexible, uh, but we make a, a black white film that is perfect for mailers. And so we're thrilled to be partnered with Atlapak on bringing those to market. That's cool. Um, okay. So let's, uh, let's get into some of these I don't know, kind of more technical questions. So you've said a couple of phrases that I've written down here. One is the idea of high performing, and I'm guessing you're meaning like if it's a mailer, it's got a lot, it's it's it can it can get through the complicated mess of e-commerce. Uh, mm -hmm. if it's a flexible pouch, for example, it's the barrier properties are are when so when you say high performing, do you mean it performs consistent with its uh its you know met pet conventional yeah, or... conventional solution okay. it's funny i've always been fascinated by the fact that uh, we all immediately have we envision things when we hear specific words and most of the time when you talk about compostable packaging or a compostable product people think ah like brown paper bag drab low quality this you know that's often what comes to mind. And the reality for Tipa's products couldn't be further from the truth. And so I think we sent you some, yeah. uh, but we've created, uh, the Tipa team has created uh, films that have clarity very close to a conventional solution, uh, a conventional plastic. And uh, we've even created a metalized laminate that has uh, moisture and oxygen vapor uh, barriers pretty close to conventional films and that uh, are certified compostable and you you also talked about the uh, well here the the idea of certified compostable and also having good barrier properties is like that's awesome but if it if it struggles to print if it struggles to go through uh you know a form fill and seal machine if it struggles to go through uh you know kind of a stand-up pouch filling line or something like that because it's different rigidities or whatever it is, then you're still left with these problems um, relative to conventional film. And so you would say, no, we are, uh, you know, Paul is stoked on our stuff and, and Atlapak and, and, you know, other people are running it mm -hmm. and it's, it's going well. It's going really well. And awesome. the feedback we get from converters is often surprise and comments like, Oh, this is, this runs, as close to a conventional solution of any of the other solutions I've tried, because we know people are looking for sustainable solutions. And 
you know, in North America, compostable solutions are certainly the least developed category. If we think about those, you know, Ellen MacArthur Foundation inspired pledges where, you know, companies are looking to provide, you know, reusable, recyclable, compostable solutions, there's really a heavy emphasis on the recyclable solutions. Those are the best developed and understood, but compostable solutions, uh, if they perform well, are just as viable. And so we're thrilled when people run our film and laminate and are, you know, jumping up and down about how easily it ran, because that was the intention is not to have something that works just for the planet that has a sustainable end of life, but that also works for each of the stakeholders. Hey, let's pause here and take a quick break so I can tell you about Eco Enclose. As Michael was talking about how our, our sustainable products in the packaging industry have to also be good for products. They have to be functional. They gotta be good for the planet, but they gotta, they also have to be functional. At Eco Enclose, they offer a one-stop shop for sustainable shipping solutions. The world's most eco-friendly packaging. And let me tell you what, Kyle and Brett and Saloni and the whole team over there, they do a wonderful job of taking you through all of the steps to make sure that not only are you in a sustainable packaging solution, but also that it's going to work and help you to sustain your business. I want you to take a second and go to ecoenclose.com, visit them, reach out to them, find out how they can help you with your eco-friendly shipping solutions. Now let's get back to the interview with Michael. Yeah, I love it. Um, so, uh, so let's talk about like I've got this sample here. I've got what is this? Sunrays. The Sunrays Great Bag. Yeah, yeah. Sunrays Great Bag. Okay. So uh I'm here and I'm here in lovely Salt Lake City, Utah. So mm -hmm. talk talk me through what happened. So so I buy these grapes and I'm like, oh, these grapes were what'd you call it? You, you said Paul was the bee's knees. That's a great phrase. So <laughs> these right. grapes, these grapes were the bee's knees. And now I've got this empty uh, Sunrays bag. So mm -hmm. what, what would somebody, what would kind of a, a regular consumer do with this bag or, or what would be the, what would be something that you would recommend that I do with this? Great question. And so the first thing is if you have a compost bin at your house, you can put that bag directly into the compost bin because it's made out of our TIPA 302 or 303 film, which is certified home compostable and oh, okay so you can just take that right outside to your backyard put it in a compost bin and the certification requirement is within 12 months it will break down but it is going to break down way faster than that typically within a couple of months a few months you're gonna not see a bag in there anymore it's just gonna turn into biomass and water vapor and a little bit of co2 so you're not going to have any waste. And that includes the zipper, by the way, uh, which is pretty exciting. So okay. that's one thing. If you don't have a compost bin, you can look up uh, neighborhood compost associations or call your local township to see if there is a compost facility that accepts packaging. And uh, TIPA is focused on helping expand the access to compost because one thing we know is that organic waste in landfills is an enormous environmental challenge. And mm -hmm. it's important to divert that organic waste into compost because it reduces methane production and also contributes to a uh, regenerative process where we can enrich the soils. And 
So we're thrilled that packaging like this can help because let's say now, Paul, you probably have never had any vegetables left over or that might've gone a little bit bad in the packaging in your fridge. I am sure, but I have uh, from time to time. It happens occasionally. The great thing is you can just put the bag into your compost bin along with any produce left inside. And it actually is a benefit for the compost process. Okay. Uh, and by the way, it's Ad. I, I know that we're all, we all love Paul. God, Paul. I'm sure Paul eats all of his fruits. Now, you just uh, that we could add, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're leaving that one in because we want to keep talking about Paul and he's great. Uh, but no, I told, so, so you're saying that this is because I, so you've, you've all heard, you, you've heard, you've heard the negative and I've said this plenty of times. I'm like, I could probably tell you something that's wrong with, every sustainable option right like that's not that's that's not a challenge there's plenty of information that's out there but um so you're saying like but this is good for the compost because that's the most common complaint is like yes i something can you know compost but it's not actually useful for the compost and you're saying no no with what we've made it's actually useful for it yeah when it, it and this is one of the great things about compostable solutions, particularly for food contact and for flexible solutions, because let's say you've got crumbs left over in a recyclable pouch or yep. bag. When that goes to the recycling facility, all of those crumbs, all of the food content, that's it contaminates the recycling. It makes it right. less valuable. And we know that a single digit percentage and a low single digit percentage of recyclable films actually get recycled. So this makes that process, which is hard already, even harder. But mm. when those crumbs and that organic content is in a compostable package, it is a benefit to the compost process. Got it. Okay. Well, that's that's great to know. Uh, and then what about like I have a and I'm I'm stoked to try this out. Uh, I've got like a it's called a Lomi. Uh, oh yeah, what a cool machine. Okay. I was like, please because I put it up on TikTok and people were like, no, 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 that thing sucks. And I was like, I don't know, it's been pretty awesome so far. Uh so I kind of want to try this. Like, what what would be your expectation in something like that? Like a home compost machine that's not like like I don't have a compost in bin. my house, like a bin. But I do have one of those, which is maybe, maybe I should just get a compost bin, right? Like, uh, there's a lot of green people out there who probably think, like, should I, like, cut this up and put it in to there? Yeah. Is that what I should do? Yeah. So, Adam, I think just for people who don't know, the Lomi or there's other versions of it is a countertop machine. It looks kind of like a bread machine, yeah. right? It's an appliance that sits on your counter. But you can put organic waste into it, and it turns it into something that looks like compost. Um it's technically a soil amendment. You can't technically call it compost because there's requirements around how that gets defined, but I'm not an expert on compost necessarily. So we'll leave that uh, for another conversation, but it looks like compost and is a great way to reduce the volume of waste. It is, yeah. I'm sure you've seen the process, it turns it into probably 20% of the volume, right? Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. So with our bags, you can, our home compostable products, you can uh, cut those up, put them in along with the other waste, and then it will you turn into virtually nothing when yeah. it's in. And 
then we recommend putting that into a compost bin if you have access or an area where it continue the process uh, so that it can get all the microbes and the good bacterial processes that make compost so valuable. Got it. Okay. I'm learning things now. This is great. Uh, well, awesome. That's so, and you have, it looks like there's a couple of different things. So there's like this produce bag, you've got just like a garment bag, I think. What's Scotch and Soda? That sounds delicious. Yeah, Scotch and Soda is a, a leading apparel company uh, in yeah. Europe. They also have- like you're, not, you're not putting Scotch and Soda in this bag and then just like drinking <laughs> it. it would be the weirdest thing. No, with a straw, right? A compostable <laughs> straw along with a pouch. There it is. I like it. No, we have, we've got solutions across a lot of product categories. So we have fashion solutions. So poly bags, because every garment manufactured, it gets shipped, whether it's to us direct as a, you know, direct to consumer mm. or to a store, every single thing gets shipped in a, essentially a dust cover, a poly bag. And so we're talking hundreds of billions of those every year. So we make a compostable version of that and of garment bags and mailers that are uh, an excellent solution for fashion companies looking for a more sustainable packaging choice. Uh, and then we make the uh, transparent uh, films that are great for produce and you know fresh fruit and veggies, frozen foods. And then we also have laminates uh, that work well for snacks and nuts and uh, uh, dried foods uh, that work great for you know form fill seal or pouches and is it all film based you don't do you have anything that's like because i've seen some stuff i just saw something the other day that said this is made from compostable materials and it was like a paper i don't i must have been like a pla or some kind of a liner on the inside mm -hmm. of it um mm -hmm. it did not do well in the loamy at all it was really sad in there uh, mm -hmm. just sort of stay yeah, up space. Yeah. I was like, like I ran it and I took it out. I was like, Oh, dang it. <laughs> I didn't do much. Yeah. Yeah. So we have uh, a lot of converter customers who take our films and create various structures. And so we have some converters that use our films and paper to create a paper laminate, um, amongst a lot of other solutions. So it's a good use. And it's actually one of the reasons that I felt called to TIPA is that TIPA is focused on having a home compostable portfolio. And so that's where, you know, a PLA um, product is, will be composted in an industrial compost facility, but typically not a home uh, compost. Yeah. And so that's so, where solutions. solution. So I've, I've always wondered this, what is the difference when I'm looking at packaging? And I know not everybody looks at the packaging this way, but I, I do. And I see the difference, right? Where it's like, it's they're they're they seem like the same words, but they're different. So on the one hand, that one said like made from compostable materials, mm -hmm. and yours are certified home com compostable. So mm -hmm. like tell the listeners like what to be looking for and how how a, a company like Tipa is is actually benefiting the the market and it's not greenwashing the market. Sure, and this is a crucial point because. We're seeing a lot of claims and have for a long time. Greenwashing has been a concern for a long time, but right. that's becoming even more important because more people are looking at those claims. And so there are different standards that govern certification. In North America, there's ASTM D6400. 
Uh, Europe uses the EN 13432 standards. So you can look those up if you're someone's really passionate about knowing those compostability standards. Yeah. And then there's requirements that companies who sell compostable solutions, you know, do testing to confirm that their products fit those standards. But not all companies go to a third party and have the third party do the certification. And so in the US, that's the uh, BPI, the Biodegradable Products Institute, is the body that certifies against uh, the uh, certification standards. And yep. in Europe, there's TUV Austria. It's probably the best used or most widely used globally. I've seen those, and, yeah. Yeah, so uh, certified products mean that you've gone to those independent agencies, submitted your products for testing, including disintegration testing and heavy metals and that ensures that your product isn't just going to disintegrate, but it also is going to be a neutral to positive benefit to the compost cycle. Got it. And so, and you've gone through all of that. That's when you say certified, you're like, we've gone through that testing. That's right. Yeah. So TIPA sells products that are certified, some by TUV, because it offers a home uh, compostable certification that isn't yet offered by BPI. Right. And so right. we have with BPI an industrial certification for a product that is also certified home. So as soon as BPI has a home compostable certification, we'll be going for that as well. Awesome. Uh, well, that's great to know. I, I saw one, this was the worst I, I've ever seen. There was a bag and it said, and it was, it was a paper on the outside. I think it was like a paper polyfoil poly coffee bag. And it said, this bag is made from 30% com. This bag is, no, it said, this bag is 30% compostable, 70% PE. And I was like, <laughs> well, your bag is 0% compostable because no one is. And the right. problem is it made, it was super green and it was like, it was craft on the outside. And, and then, you know, and then of course the recyclers hate it because people are like, oh, it's green. I'll put it in the recycle bin. It's like, no, please don't do that. Right. An um, excellent way to make sure it can not be done that no one can do anything with it. Right. This, this bag can read like this is a coffee bag, put it in the trash when it's <laughs> right. That's what it should say. But instead, oh. it was like, oh, it just drives me crazy. It's like the number seven of the, you know, the chasing arrows, the pit codes that yeah. tell you different kinds of plastic. That's the number seven, which is uh, it's a bunch of different things. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the junk drawer of resin codes. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, it's, I totally get it. Um, well, Michael, how do people get to know more about what you're doing at TIPA? You know, I'm guessing there might be some converters who want to hear about it. Brand owners, certainly we get asked about it quite a bit. Uh, on on our side of the packaging industry, so uh, you know, is is would people just reach out to you directly if they're here in North America? Do they go to a website? Like, what's the best way for people to get more? Request a sample kit, like what I got, which is sure. fun. yeah, yeah. It, so we have a fantastic website, which is uh, tipa t i p a dash corp c o r p dot com that has just a wealth of information, not just about our products, though that's there, but also uh, about compostable solutions and composting and end of life, uh, because we want to be a resource and a partner in making the transition to compostable solutions simple, because we know it's not. A lot of converters 
maybe are interested or have customers asking about it, but they're not sure. And the certifications are a little confusing and it feels overwhelming. And so TIPA wants to be a partner in making that transition simple. So our website has a lot of great information and uh, they can also reach out to me directly. And uh, this is where if it was a YouTube video, we would just point to the screen and then the email address would pop up. I could I could make that happen. You could say uh, email me at email me with scrolling on the bottom here. But uh, what is your email? I can actually put it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Michael M I C H A E L dot W at tipa dash corp dot com. All right, I'll make sure to put that in there so that people can reach out. Uh, I I vote for a second interview, but we might have to do it on site in Tel Aviv, um, just as a, you know, just as a thought experiment yeah. here, uh, that would be, I've heard Tel Aviv is amazing. It uh, is gorgeous. It's, it's on my uh, bucket list of places to go visit. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's fantastic for sure. So yes, we'll do that. And then maybe a third installment, if I could be so bold at a compost facility. Yeah. And take you out. We'll get you in the boots and on the ground and with right in the dirt. We'll bring Paul Unruh. <laughs> Sounds perfect. I think he would get out of it. It would be it would be fantastic. Well, Michael, thank you so much for sharing. Uh, you answered a ton of questions that I've had um, about it. I'm I'm excited to see where you go as you all expand throughout North America, throughout the world, and and help solve some some really important challenges. I think that we're having in the packaging industry. So, thanks in advance for all your work, and thanks so much for being on the podcast. Adam, thank you for the invitation. It was a lot of fun. Hey, congrats. You made it to the end of the podcast. If you're looking for more great podcast material in the packaging industry, please check out Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors and the newly redesigned Package Unboxed with Avelio Matos. Go find them wherever you listened to this podcast. Thanks, everybody.